Hello, everybody, and welcome to Jordan Talks Titans, the show where we watch Titans reluctantly, because that's how most of these things go. I'm Jordan. Welcome to Jordan Talks Titans. We're only two episodes away uh, from finishing this off. Um, when we last showed up, Raven was here, and water containment happened, and Gotham pedestrians were being the shit on Nightwing. <sighs> Honestly, at this point, I just want to be done with the show. Um, uh, much like last season, it's one of those things where I'm almost done. I might as well complete it. Uh, but if it's any possible like good news, I, I, I'm getting. I got vaxxed. I get the get vaxxed, folks. It's fine. Um, I, I finally got that, so it's so it's not that big of a deal. Um, maybe, maybe maybe talk to your doctor. Make sure it's you know one that cares about your health. Uh, so that's it. Uh, anyway, we're gonna do some Jordan talks Titans. Uh, last week we did this breakthrough idea where I just say what is on screen and have a nervous breakdown. I figure, well, it was so good the first time. Let's do it again. Uh, so we're gonna do it again. Um, hope for the best. Uh, I've been trying to keep notes down, so what I'm going to do is update the dictate on the screen and hope that works. Um, if you want to play along, this is another 50 minute and 51 second video because Titans hates me for some reason. So we'll do that. We'll deal with that. Um, here we go. <laughs> so, uh, in five, four, three, two, one. I'm playing now. Oh, there's some like bad commercial for something that's no. It's this is Timothy Chamelay. This is has nothing to do. Oh, this is Dunk. Look at the Dunk trailer right now. Oh, that's right. People are gonna watch Dunk. I f forgot that the Dunk movie was. This reminds me of that one Apple TV video. All right. So, uh, it looks like there's going to be a new episode of Titans. Thursdays. There's the loading screen. Previously on Titans. This seems to say, oh, they, this is the part where they turn themselves in. Uh, v is there with, with Barbara. Nightwing beats the shit out of guards. Uh, Babs kills the guy. V is like, you got to turn in your gun. Give me your gun. Uh, all these people will loot the convenience store. Uh, looks like uh, Crane is happy that things happened. Jason is about to swing at Crane. I'm tired of it being used. Uh, this is the part where, oh yeah, Starfire has that weird dream sequence where she finds out that her powers were not really hers, but rather Blackfire's. It was all a lie. Crane uh, knocks out the pizza guy. You know, everyone's favorite Titans character, the pizza guy. Uh, and then he starts slicing his own face. Uh, there's some bats. Looks like Jason wants to hang out with Dick Grayson. Uh, meet me at this place. Oh, this is just, this is just tiresome. 
Okay, so as Nightwing uh, basically electrocutes Jason, uh, the guy shoots yeah Nightwing in the neck, and he's dead almost or whoever. Maybe this will be a, like a another look at the v- fucking uh, scoop. We all have to go see that Lazarus Piff. Anyway, Max, Max Original. Okay, we're at the Max Original sign. All right, so now uh, we're starting off with Dick is dying. Rachel Roth in the crappy apartment. I can feel it. Uh, all right. Can you find him? Says Beast Boy. Uh, the Gotham Knights screen looks something straight out of like a bootleg esports team. Uh, as they go through a, an alleyway of some kind, uh, full of this, the graffiti, as they walk up the corridor of what looks like Vancouver. As they go up the steps, they see a dead Nightwing. Rachel, is there anything you can do? Rachel's crying over a dead Nightwing. As she starts using her healing powers, her gloopy goops uh, are, are showing out of her hands, but oh, no use. Dick. It looks like, yeah, Rachel goes, no. Uh, once again, you could tell this is a really good shot because, like most uh, night shots, it's covered in watered uh, grass. Because you got you got to do that whole reflection thing. Anyway, Beast Boy starts screaming and be- bats just start flying all over the place. Rachel's like, "What the fuck?" As all of these bats start flying everywhere, dramatic music's playing in the background. Beast Boy's turning green and gets webs. Uh, oh, what the fuck? Okay, uh, turning into a bat. Oh, Beast Boy's turning into a bat. That makes sense. Well, it's that or... Oh, and it starts flying and turns into a cartoonish green bat. Okay. Sure. (laughs) Sure, TV show. Fine. All right, as the bat starts swirling all over uh, Nightwing, once again, because remember, Nightwing's dead... Uh, Rachel just starts standing there. Uh, I guess all of the Gotham Knights are gone. Uh, props to the set designers for just spraying down the entire floor with water. Nightwing is now flying in the air with the bats and just, uh, I guess, in the air. What the fuck? <laughs> what is this fucking show? And then Rachel cuts, and apparently now she is running down a corridor into some sort of, not bat cave, but there's evil corridors. Gar now. Screeching continues. Oh, they're going to the Lazarus Pit. And they're about to dump Nightwing in the Lazarus Pit. Just like they did Jason Todd. But this time it's with a circle of bats. So you know it's cool. Nightwing is going through what looks like a glowing blue effect. that Reminiscent of my gaming uh, keyboard. And as he, as he goes into the, the blue goop. Which I thought was green. It's now blue. Gar shows up. uh, Shirtless. uh, But still wearing pants. Wondering, is he going to make it? Uh, Is is he going to make it? I don't know. Uh, But once again, props to Beast Boy for having pants on. And having some abs. Anyway, as there's about to be a globe, we get the theme song. That... Hey, remember when like Bruce Wayne was gonna kill himself? Remember that? 
Now there's a Lazarus Pit, so maybe this can be a retcon for anything now. Anything. Anyway, we start this episode after that cold open with metallic scraping of, you guessed it, a hook. Nightwing is dead. Batman saved my toy. Oh, the hook, because Scarecrow had the hook. Jason is pissed because Nightwing is dead. Who would have thought he was so sentimental? Jason goes, did you hear me? I said Nightwing is dead. So, he wasn't my monster. Metal clangs. He's your monster. What do you want, a cookie? <laughs> but you said that's what you wanted. When it's done, we would save Gotham our way. Gotham will be saved, but at first it must be destroyed. Says Crane with his scarred up, fucked up face. As clever hopes expire, waves of fear and anger circulate over the bright and darkened lands of the earth. What the fuck kind of gibberish is that? No, not gibberish. No, it's the past come to life in the present. Jason Todd's once again fucked up, covered in blood. An ode to the bat and his wee bird from when they stopped me. But they can't stop me now. It, once again, it's a weird fucked up face like it's spooky Halloween. Anyway, he can't stop me now because, because we will walk among them, the dead. And the fallen city will be like... It'll be like a beacon. Very soon, Jason. Very, very soon, they will die. Yes, they will die. Who will die? All of them. Jesus Christ. All of them, everybody. Oh, so it's nihilism now. It's becoming... Crane's become nihilistic. Okay. You still stink of fear after all I've given you. You said I was going to be a savior. I won't help you destroy the city. Uh, well. And then as he, uh, perhaps he won't. And then he gets the hook, is about to try and kill Jason Todd. Once again, throws the hook at Jason. And now there's like a mini fight sequence with the hook and Jason. Uh, Jason's like, what the fuck, bro? As he's throwing his hook. Keep running, boy. Keep running. Says Crane. As Jason Todd, I guess, finally makes his mistake. As the clever hopes expire, waves of fear and anger. Waves of fear and anger. Waves of fear and anger. Just keeps repeating that. Okay. So this is, I guess, where Jason makes his face turn. All right. Cut to a close-up shot of a gun uh, in the Drake restaurant. As the dad has a gun. They're wiping out the resistance cells one by one, heading east, right towards us. Let's get everyone together, go over the plan again. Make sure everybody's armed and ready. Grab them while they're still hot. The cousin opens the bag. Tim's got a secret stash. Hey, cuz. Know how to use an Uzi? As Tim is scared, Nightwing is dead. Don is like, what the fuck? No, that's impossible. The guy had photos of his dead body in the street. I've got him. It's him. And there's the photo on the phone. 
Hey, it's Nightwing. You can't believe everything you see on the internet. Those don't look real to you. Scarecrow's weaving his web. Okay, it's real enough for me. If superheroes are dying, we don't stand a chance. We need to get out of Gotham. Find a way past the GCPD border rule. I got friends who tried. They are dead. I heard there might be an underground route north of the docks. If we can make it there, go if you want. I'm fighting to save Gotham. Son, there's no Gotham left to save. Not if we just give up. Enough trying to be a superhero. Last time, you almost died. No one's going to die. Stay here. I'll be back, says Donna Troy. <sighs> All right, back to the police department. Remember the police department member when we had fun with Barbara Gordon as commissioner? Anyway, she's sitting in a jail cell. All right, and as the doors open, let's see. The fuck do you think you're doing? Uh, what you should have done as the guy from the D, I guess the DA office, I forgot what you should have done. He grabs the tray of food. Oh, and closes the door. Oh, wow. The internet is out. All right. So I guess we're back. Uh, so as the internet's out, I guess the, the, she just sleeps. All right. Back to CCTV camera. Uh, sorry, I'm waiting for a daily chat. So this is CCTV. Uh, okay, so uh, it looks like Crane is uh, back in the back cave sawing up a body. You know, last time we were in Hammers, I was feeling a tad bit lonely, but then I realized, well, I have a man. Uh, and I have a right hand, and he's cutting up the right hand of the pizza guy. That's a joke. So what the heck, last Now for our daily trivia. Because it's, I guess, a radio show or something. What's merrier than a Christmas and jollier than an F? Johnny in the Batcave. Ha ha. Why is this becoming like a really shitty Riddler? Oh, you don't like it, huh? It's a tough crowd. Well, now he's becoming Joker. Oh, I know something that'll perk you up. Oh my god, it's the shittiest rubber hand and Nightwing is dead. Dramatic droning note eyes. A dismal duel to the death between two beloved Bat brothers, poetic or pathetic. You be the judge. Come on, how about a little bit of appreciation? For all my hard work and cool it on the fields. You know the tragic end of Nightwing. It's just an apertif. The main course is the death of your beloved city. I only wish Papa Jim and Batman were around to savor it with you. Along with your dearly departed Dick Grayson. God, I miss him already. Anyway, stay tuned. See you soon. Barbara is just sitting there not taking any shit. Same crane child, same crane time. See, that's a reference to Batman. Get it? That was a Batman reference from the Batman's cartoon. Hey, hey, that was a Batman TV show reference. Did you get it? Anyway, back in the goop with the Lazarus pit because Nightwing. Um, there's another cutaway shot. As we go into this lava lamp of paint... Uh, looks like we're in a cave, and Dick Grayson is sitting there in a cave. Guard second voice, Rachel, what's going on? I don't know. In the beginning, there was fear. Oh, there's Crane. Where am I? Eternity. Your story begins the night your parents died. Oh, it's Crane's the guest delivering the story. And we cut to some flashback moments with flickering lights, and you closed it in on an attempt to avoid further pain. 
It didn't quite work enough, did it? What are you talking about? When a parent dies, it's like the ground beneath you suddenly gives way. Uh, you trust nothing good again, not fully. You live in fear. This is Crane, but without the fucked up scars. But Bruce Wayne, he showed you now how to live that fear. Punish it, strike first. And then when it's all you had, fear and rage. This is the Greg Turkington scarecrow. You felt fear and dealt rage. Starts yelling. Uh, and as they're still in the cave, don't you get it? The battle for your soul is over. You lost. Dick, you chose the plan. Talk to me, Bruce Wayne. So as, once again, Jonathan Crane, with a big old shave, is that your... It's not your fault. Oh, cut to season one. Remember when you tried to kill the Batman? You are the son of John Grayson. And to be so disappointed with the man that you've become. You're failing him. Just like you failed everyone. Ah, fuck. Then Donna's dead. Jericho's dead. Hank's dead. Jason is on the bike. This is starting to upset uh, Nightwing. Jason, you never stood a chance. Hold on. The flashback to Jason falling down, which saves Superboy. No, so you killed him. No, it was the Joker. The Joker was just a weapon in your hands. Joker starts cracking it. Oh no! Oh shit! Dick Grayson's dressed up like the Joker with a crowbar! What? Oh no! What? As there's playground balls all over this ice cave. You always wanted Jason gone. So you abandoned him, says Crane. You hated him. You wanted to be the detective's only son. And then Jason came and he took your place. He took your home. <coughs> he took your father. Is once again, he's dressed up like the fucking Joker about the mask. Oh, wait, there's a Jason Todd on the screen. Hey, please, you're holding a gun to his head, right? That was as predictable as the sun rising. Jason has the crowbar. No, please don't. Don't do this. As Nightwing. Oh, no, crowbar into his face. And no, oh, no, Night Dick Grayson dresses Joker's being the shit out of Jason Todd in a hilarious nightmare sequence. Anyway, cut to the police cars. Jason, oh look, it's Tim Drake, everybody. As uh, Blackfire is about to steal a car. And I guess the guy's like, yeah, here, take the car, just don't scratch it up or whatever. Crypto's there. Crypto barks. Crypto. Where is he? Bark, bark. Cut to... Uh, oh, the green crypto stuff because Connor got covered in green. Because remember the kryptonite dust? Pixie dust? God, that sucks. I guess Nick Grayson is an asshole. He kind of nearly killed his friend Superboy. Fire is about to burn Superboy and Crypto is looking in fear. Oh, he's fine now. 
So Blackfire saves Superboy. Who did this to you? He starts crying. Crypto starts barking. Fuck the Titans. Let it go. Dick said we were family. But family's supposed to be there for you, not betray you. I'm done pretending that's possible. From now on, I do what I want. I don't know what I want, says Superboy. There was a part of me that wants to destroy Dick for what he did to me. There's a part that says that family's everything and it should always do good, not harm. And this, uh, maybe we can do good together, says Blackfire. As a team, why not? I got some loose ends to tie up. We can do it together. Then keep going. <sighs> it's your man. Then Crypto barks and Crypto. And then they both laugh. You're serious. We both know what it's like to be treated as if we don't belong. We can make sure others like us get the respect and protection that they deserve, like Hawk and Dove. Biero and Super Duo. Who? No, never mind. I was until they dive and you never were around. <laughs> Whoops. You're right. Fuck the Titans. Hey. It said fuck the Titans. It said fuck. That's how you know it's edgy. Okay, cut. The cops are coming in, Tim. Keep the safety on until showtime. Says the dad, you got this son. Yes, what Tim Drake had a gun. The, you know, everyone's here at Robin. You know what to do. I love you, says Tim Drake's dad. Dramatic music intensifies as three people with a gun show up. The cousin, the dad, and Tim Drake. In a shot with nobody there. But then armored truck shows up from the GCPD. Clearly a reminiscent of SWAT, but here's Donna Troy. Don't ding up your ride. It's hilarious. Size and relief is Tim Drake. Cut to the empty cubicle in that office building where the Lazarus pit is as more music starts playing. Beast Boy is just confused, but at least now he's wearing a shirt. Can you sense him in there? He has to fight Gar. We can't help him anymore. He has to fight. He will. What's wrong, Beast Boy? Gar says, I'm okay. But the bat, I'm still working through it. How did you do it? I don't know. These new changes, they always happen when I'm afraid. It's like my ability to change is locked behind a door. And fear, fear cracks it open for a brief moment. And then it just slams it shut again. When it happens, when I start to change, it feels like I'm dying. I know I can do more. I can be more. What CW bullshit is this? I just don't want it to always be this way. Rachel then says, my whole life I thought it was hate that gave me power. Like my father. You're nothing like him. I know that. I know that because when it came time for me to face him, it wasn't hate that gave me power. It was love for you. For Dick. For Corey. I wouldn't let him hurt you. Because I loved you. 
and it gave me all the strength I could possibly need. It locked everything for me. This is a, a monologue of two persons. This is supposed to represent love, by the way. Close your eyes. See, it's supposed to represent, this is supposed to be love. This is a love scene. Okay, trust me. This is a CW fun part. Anyway, uh, as Rachel closes, they both close eyes. Rachel's glowing glow on her forehead glows, and then her neck, the neck of Beast Boy starts glowing. When you saw Dick's body, and uh, it felt so much pain, and then you saw the bats. You knew you had to join him. They found you because they knew you loved Dick Grayson. You have everything you need. Oh, the shirt says stay cool in a cool yin-yang fashion. Anyway, the goop is about to uh, bubble bubble. As uh, oh yeah, back to Joker Dick Grayson being the shit out of Jason. This is just him being the shit out of Krangos. You're mine now, and you're never going to escape. As now his face is all bloodied up, Dick Grayson's face all gory, gory mess. I don't want this. Dramatic music starts playing because we're still in a crappy horror movie. The triumphant music plays because the crowbar disappears. He looks in the camera all shocked like, <gasps> and then it cuts to a very sad, solemn Dick Grayson, wondering, confused, in the woods. As Dick Grayson's in the woods, he is looking onward as he sees some music playing. As some healthy, as some healthy piano music plays in this friendly woods, he sees, you guessed it, his dad, John Grayson, and a really, really young Dick Grayson running with him. As they start balancing on logs and hugging each other. As he sees, Dad, I'm sorry, says Dick Grayson. I lost my way. I was trying to be someone I'm not. And I failed you. It's okay, son. I love you. Uh, yeah, they're just father and son, and then kisses the young Dick Grayson and goes, hey, we're going to keep walking. It'd be really awkward if this was like a real moment and it was like just some random strangers like, I don't know you. But that's beside the point. This is supposed to be a dramatic part where Dick Grayson got to reconvene with the dad. Daddy, come here. Oh, it's like the Starfire thing and the flashbacks of the parents. Okay. And now there is a little girl with a red balloon reminiscent of it. So I can only expect Pennywise to show up any moment now. Uh, unless this is supposed to represent Coriander. Because it's the same little girl from the, that flashback. We'll assume it's the same. It's a little girl with a red balloon. As Dick Grayson opens her hand, the little girl gives Dick Grayson the red balloon. And he's looking at the string. And then the red balloon, then at the camera. And then at the girl. 
Hi, Daddy. What the fuck? With huge among what? A psychopathic god. So now Dick Grayson's cutting into the Bat Cave. So I guess the future might be Starfire from the looks of things. And the public will know what all school children learn. Those whom evil is done do evil in return. Now he's looking at a reflection of blood. Suspenseful music starts playing, and then we do a cool close-up shot as he looks in the camera some more. Hope you love Jason. And it cuts to a close-up of Jason. And then Crane just starts pushing Jason. You found Jason as well. There's still time. Time for what? Time to change him. The change? No. No, no, no. He works for me now. All it took was a simple fear tree, and poof, his soul was mine. What <laughs> can stop you? No, you cannot stop me. You had your chance, and you failed. What kind of fucking... This is like the pandemic episode. We just need to close up shots. And as he does the swing to Crane, he punches into the goop and starts getting up like he's about to drown. And he lives. I guess uh, the what's going to happen is, is more... Uh, we're going to have that flashback... Anyway, lab scientist is back. Crypto's here. Hey, where are you? Where are you in here, huh? Why you got a leash law? Oh my god, you're dreaming. You're super. Oh, it's the scientist guy from like episode four. Wait, what are you doing? That's up to my girlfriend. Is it okay to call you my girlfriend? Says Superboy. You better. And then they smoosh right in front of the scientist. They have a little makeout party. Uh, hi, Blackfire. Remember me? The guy who, you know, put you in the cell? It's so great to see you. And how cool you are that you two are a couple, right? Man, I love when people find love. I see you're still hard at work doing the government's ill deeds. I prefer to call it research. And then, okay, Blackfire blows up the computer. Oh, we have firepower now. That is very hot. Look, I understand you have some unresolved feelings. But if you... It asked very politely uh, if maybe you could refrain from destroying government property. Hmm, good point. That's not the stuff. That's the problem. It's the people. And then, please don't hurt the scientists. Wait, wait, wait. I have something you want. He's lying. No, 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 I'm not. If you let me live, I'll prove it. Prove it. And then he drops it, and here we go. Let's cut to the scientists about to show them the cool stuff. Is that your ship? Yes. You told me you destroyed it. That was a tiny white lie. We retrieved it so we could study, but uh, in light of recent events in exchange for our, my physical well-being, I would love to return it to you. And I'll even nix the storage fee. And that was a joke. I've no use for it. What do you mean? It's your only way home. What I want to return home to a planet where everyone hates me. The Beale Tamer treat me just like you did. And they were wrong, says Starfire. As she also we were all wrong. How did you find me? You said you had unfinished business, figured this was the first place you'd go. If you're here to kill me, I'm happy to meet the challenge. 
Uh, then the flame hands. I'm not here to kill anyone, says Starfire. But we need to talk. Cut two. Dick Grayson wakes up in the uh, basement of the office or something. Rachel, breathing heavily. Car, it's okay now. You're safe. Let us help you. Are you all right? What happened down there? Uh, okay. Dick Grayson catches his breath. Crane can't be stopped. There's still time. Wait, Dick, you need to rest, man. Anton and First Street, there's an abandoned control room. Find Connor. Make sure he's okay. Unite the Titans. Unite the Titans where? Take them to Donna. Did they just say Donna? Apparently, they haven't secured the Kane Bridge in the Tensu Tunnel. Oh, Kane, like Bob Crane. I get it. What if I want to get my family out of Gotham? Fine, but I'm staying with you to fight. This isn't debate. You're not my mother. No, but she's right there. Did you see the look on her face? She can't lose her only son. So if you give a sh one shit about her, you'll stop being yammering about this. If I don't make it across that bridge, I'll come back to be a coward. You made it across that bridge because Hank made a sacrifice. He puts your life before his because that's what a true hero does. You want to be a hero? Save your mom's life and fucking live. Get in the damn truck. That's Donna Troy. Remember she used to be in Paradise Island? I don't know. Classic Gotham bullshit, says Tim Drake. <sighs> oh, my life. Just feeling like I was being more... That was meant to be a queen. You are. It's your destiny. And you had no idea. This entire time, no. The visions led me to it. I wish it weren't true. It's not your fault. Our parents did this. They lied. To both of us. But a queen's power lies not in shedding tears over battles lost. I finally know my truth. Now I want my throne. How long would it take to prepare my ship to Tamaron? You want to go back? Well, uh, actually, about that one small thing about your ship, your majesty... Uh, is that what they call queens on Tamaron? Is there a different term or on it with it? What about my ship? It's sending its unique and powerful fuel orb. The Wizards team uh, accidentally destroyed it. We'll, we'll mine some more. Well, it's not that simple, says Starfire. The ore is plentiful in Tamaron, but doesn't exist here on Earth. Yeah, we mine what's most comparable, but to uh, develop that into the purified compound that your ship needs, uh, that takes some kind of intense heat and pressure. It's only achievable at the Earth's core and applied over several centuries. We don't need any of that. We have Superboy. Can we, uh... Can we talk, says Superboy. Why are you doing this, says Superboy? You know Kryptonians can't survive on Tamaron. And why do you even want to go back? You say yourself they never appreciate you. But now it's different. Now I'm their queen. So you need to be a queen to matter? You matter to me from the moment I saw you, says Superboy. Commander. And then they're about to reach out. Say it here with me, says Superboy. To hell with everyone else. 
as they both look into each other's eyes. Uh, Blackfire says, I wish I could, but it's not that simple and is reluctant. So you're just like the rest of them, says Superboy. You promise one thing, then change the rules. I meant what I said about wanting us to be together. But ever since I was a girl, there's been a voice inside me that says that I am meant to be more than what others make me out to be. Now I finally know. That voice was telling me who I really am. As they both, if I don't go back to Tamaron, I won't be whole. And if I don't go back now, I never will. And then they smooched. Superboy is very sad about this. I know it's a lot to ask, but please, will you help me? Superboy nods as they go back to this uh, abandoned uh, and Connor. Connor? Rachel's trying to find Connor. Hey, come here. As they go to the abandoned light socket thing. Alright. Oh, there's the green dust. The green crypto dust. What is that? Says Rachel. It's kryptonite. So Connor was here. What the hell happened? Where did he go? Stack crackers, Tim Overeo, Jason. Huh, something here still works. A night stream from Keene Avenue. Do not come to this relocation. Resistance no longer secure. Re repeat, we are no longer secure. Titan on site, leading the evacuation. Titan on site. We now cut to uh, the armored truck from the SWAT team going through the abandoned city of Gotham. Looks like Tim Drake is in the passenger side, just very sad. As the parents are looking onward, uh, distraught, it's the family. That's it. Don't even think about it, says Donna, as Tim is about to open the door. I'm staying here to fight. And don't tell me I need to do this for my family. They made their choices. My dad was a cop. Every day he walked out the door. We had no guarantee he'd come back. And that's the life he chose. And we respected it. This is different, says Donna. I'm not going to let you sign up for some suicide mission. Oh, so now you have, a, you have a crystal ball. I have reality. Me, Nightwing, Dove, you think you can do better than us? Survive things that we couldn't? All I know is even before you and Hawk tell me across that bridge, I knew why I had to come back. And it wasn't to save my family. It was to help save Gotham and be the next Robin. And if I die doing it, then so be it. There's just one problem. You're not Robin, says Donna. Having some secret tech basement does not make you anything to leave feelings. I mean, hell, I was literally born to do this. 
and I still end up portraying my whole life, and even with that, there's no guarantee that I'll be able to make a difference. At least you'll have tried. Hank wasn't born to be Hawk. He just knew that was his path, so he followed it. Hank knew what he was getting into. You may think you do, but you've got no fucking idea. And he would tell you the same thing if he was here. No, he wouldn't. He would roll the dice and give me a chance. Yeah, well, he's dead, so I win. When what? When we're here, I was on the train. I fought to get back here because I had to pursue my destiny. You may not think I'm meant to be the next Robin, but I know I am. I'm asking you to believe in me. Just give me a chance. Sorry, says Donna. Your destiny will have to wait. As Tim is just reluctantly sitting there. Uh, keep in mind uh, the heat and pressure have to be magnetized to 3,000 degrees Celsius and 5 million calipostles of molecules become unstable and render it unfit for use. Believe it or not, I don't need the idiot who destroyed this stuff to teach me how to not screw it up. As Superboy squeezes something into a basketball, basically. You're still here. Oh, uh, I'll go, says Superman. Anyway, cut to Jason Todd with a gun shooting in the air. That's right, motherfuckers. The hood is back. I'm Jason Todd, the red hood. Nightwing is gone, and this is the thanks you give me? Uh, and then he looks up. Jason, it's okay. It's Dick Grayson holding the red hood. It's me. What the fuck? Says Jason. Don't do this to me. I saw you die right here. Yeah. I was in the pit. Like you, I came out alive. Oh, guys, Dick Grayson's dead. The pit? Who took you there? I don't know. Gar and Rachel were there when I came out. You don't have time. I need your help. You want me to help you? I'm a fucking murderer. You know how Crane is operating. You know how he thinks. He needs to be stopped or a lot more people are going to die. You want redemption? Do you? This is the first step. You can't stop him. He's got everything. The police, the Batcave. He's going to take the whole fucking city down. How? You think I know? He doesn't tell me shit. He must have said something. Think. It was all crazy shit. Like waves of anger and fear. The bright and darkened lands of the earth. Something about an attack you and Bruce stopped a long time ago. Years ago, Cranston found Jim Gordon with clues about an attack on Gotham, a chain of explosives to release his fear toxin. We stopped him before he had a chance to set it off. Bruce took Crane's weapons and put him in the Gotham armory to study them, and Crane is in the Batcave, and he knows where those weapons are. So, so do we now. We need to go. And as Dick Grayson holds up the Red Hood helmet, summon Titan again? No, you'll never be a titan again. Awkward pause. But you can help me save Gotham. 
you know, they could really have written something better, like, but you are my brother and I love you, or, but we, we both are doing this for Bruce. How do I know you're not going to kill me? Because now I know what it's like to die. Oh, fuck this. They had a really good chance to write, and they had to, okay. Okay. Okay, TV show. Anyway, cut to the B-plot with the Superboy and the orb and the machine. So he's not going to die. I've waited this for so long. What if they still don't accept me? If you want, I could go with you, says Starfire. And leave your family here forever. You are my family, says Starfire. I could vouch for you. Help people understand what happened to us. No, says Blackfire. This is something I'm going to have to do on my own. Beep, beep. As the basketball goes into a spaceship, let's fire her up. Scientist puts on goggles and ear safeties, and Superboy basically is just reluctant right now, just going, yeah, whatever. Anyways, the little thing goes into a spaceship, looks straight out of milk crates. Uh, scientist is happy. Crack, crack, crack. Something is wrong. Turn it off. Oh, no. Superboy made a bomb and it blew up the spaceship. Superboy did a bad. Oh, no. Superboy, how could you? Superboy, wag of the finger. Anyway, yeah, C-plot. Uh, Tim Drake, Don Troy, they're in the car. It's nighttime. It's the main artery. They'll have eyes all over it. Speaking of eyes, they're at the fence. We got company behind us. It's cops. <sighs> we see a Titans game over. Tires are screeching. As the cops are approaching the car. I guess it wasn't a car chase, but uh, whatever. As two actors are looking. Good evening, D Jack Drake, GCPD, retired. I signed up when Crane recruited extra help to root out the resistance. And the kid just showing my son the rope so he could be your next recruit. Anybody in the back? Just gear and ball of water. Guys, stay sane. Sure. The kid. Yes, sir. And they both get out of the car. Here they go. As they open the case. And nope, Don, yep. The cops are getting their ass kicked by Jack Drake. Oh, the cops are now shooting at the car. Donna Troy pulls the door with the fences. Looks like her destiny arrived at all, after all, as the cops are shooting at the door. Cut to the cell door. As Barbara Gordon is sleeping in her wheelchair. 
The uh, cop. Oh, <laughs> psych. She wasn't asleep. Uses as the scrimmer stick on a wheelchair to beat the shit out of the guy. Knocks him down. Pulls his gun. Takes the gun back. Wheels out. Flips off the camera and in goes. Remember, he was the guy that was paid off by Jonathan Crane. So now he's knocked out and now put in the cell. Barbara Gordon is wheeling herself through a corridor. And, oh, no, the two cops are like, hey, Barbara Gordon's getting away. Oh, no. As she pushes the button, the two bald guys are there. And as they're about to pose the gun, don't, Crane wants her alive. As she is in the elevator of the GCPD, fuck. She starts using the scanner to do the secret hand scan. And I guess she's going back into the Oracle room that I thought blew up. I thought they blew up the Oracle. Anyway, she does her laser light door open thing. Oracle command activate. I thought Jonathan Crane stole it. All right. Well, anyway, a command activate. Oracle, if you're there, tell me how to bring you back. As it's empty, cut to a corridor of some apartment buildings. Jason and Nightwing are walking down the corridor. This is a more metallic corridor. Something straight out of X-Men 3. Laser light guns. Jason has a gun. Dick Grayson has a flashlight. Let's go. As we're going through a spooky corridor featuring, oh, you guessed it, the fear toxin and a whole lot of yellow rotating lights and umbrellas with spirals in them because riddlers with question marks in them uh clapping chattering teeth because of course we would and as we open the door i don't get it there's supposed to be like 200 ampules the fuck is that the collected poems so as dick grayson holds up a book Brian Darkened Lands of the Earth. What are you talking about? Crane's poem. His War on Gotham. As Jason and Dick Grayson look at the things fuck is said, cut to the CGI Wayne Manor. As the GCPD are entering Wayne Manor. I guess they know where the Batcave is now. As the spaceship people with the laser lights go to the Batcave. Talking to Jonathan Crane. My babies have come home. And there's all the fear toxins from the GCPD. Jonathan Crane looks at the glowing things with his scarred up fucked up face. And is laughing. September has come. It is the month for dying. Even though it's now October. And then laughter, laughter, laughter. Cut to black. Oh, New Rose is playing in the background. I guess that's it.
right. Well, New Rose is playing. That was the end of the episode. So, hooray. I guess that means next week is the finale. All right. So, the penultimate episode is complete of Titans. And what happens is, you know, I guess we're going to do the big fight. Jason and Dick Grayson, Donna and Tim. You're going to have to do a whole lot of catch-up. I'm guessing Bruce Wayne returns and goes, Hey, guys, I trust you guys. Hey, you're pretty good. You want to be Robin? Uh, bu- bu. It, it, that's, I guess, the episode. This is a boring episode. Like, this is one where it's just, once again, just breadcrumbs to get to where we are. Uh, I, I'm assuming this is going to be the part where Drake passes, like, Daddy Drake dies. Because you're going to have to have Tim Drake be an orphan, so that way you can get to Bruce Wayne. Uh... It seems like Jason Todd's going to end up with Dick Grayson. So there's like a team up, which is kind of the other fan service you want in Titans. If it's not Jason and Dick Grayson fighting, it's going to be Jason and and Dick Grayson teaming up together. Um, This was, uh, I just, there was a whole lot of mess in this. It just seems like as long as Dick, as long as uh, Crane gets the fear toxin and you can have like, some sprinkles of like future flashbacks such as the daddy so that way that could be in season four where i don't know they'll have starfire and and dick race and have a relationship seems like they're gonna go for the uh, dick Corey relationship fans not a dick uh babs relationship i know that's gonna be heartbreaking for some of you but that that'll be fine uh so and also uh babs left and she is currently in the oracle building so we're gonna end up with more of that in the finale uh so all i can guess uh, by the sounds of things is the next week's episode is going to be another one of those hot messes where 18 things are going on uh but the biggest shock of the episode will be was superboy blowing up the ship and uh knocking out blackfire and starfire so that that's kind of a, a shocker he did a bad thing. Uh, does this mean Superboy is evil? We do not know, but it sounds to me like, and I'm just going to just chalk this up here, Starfire blew it up because he wants Star Blackfire to be with him, and that's something he wanted to do for love. So it's going to be a relationship story, and that's how things work, because this is Titans, and that's how Titans works, is that it's all about relationships and families and whatever the fuck. Uh, so that that's it. Um honestly this would the, these whole watch react things i i find it a lot easier uh there are pain like doing the recap with the quotes and all that it's just annoying uh i i just just want to spread a little bit more time uh hbo max uh currently uh is home to a new season of succession which you can watch i think right now um but also uh i was very excited to see uh, gremlins 2 there um, but, uh, there's a lot more things. There's a new Aquaman King of Atlantis. Um, there is Doom Patrol. Uh, and basically what I wanted to end this night with was instead of just an HBO Max, I wanted to, uh, tell people about a, um, that the DC fandom is this Saturday. So I wanted to get this episode out as soon as I can, uh, to tell people about the exciting, uh, part that is, you guessed it, it DC fandom, which is going to be more maybe the Batman, 
maybe the Flash, uh, comic book stuff. Uh, you're probably going to see some Harley Quinn season three, if I had to guess. Uh, just more exciting things like that, uh, if I had to take a guess. Um, so, so please check out DCFandom.com. Uh, it should be a lot of fun to see all the announcements. I'll probably say tie in season four or something. Um, but one thing that I like about DC fandom is just the, a lot of different things, uh, in regards to DC comics. And, and recently there has been this, uh, new wave, uh, and I'm just going to throw this out here, uh, that they have DC comics made, has a story, one Elseworld story where Tim Drake is bisexual and he came out and there was this whole new character and they romanced. And I think that was uh, exciting. And in the Superman story, there's a new uh, Superman, uh, John Kent, the son of Lois Lane and, and Clark Kent. That's the new Superman. And in that story, he also is openly bisexual and has a boyfriend and they smooched. And I, I appreciate all of this uh, LGBT inclusion in DC Comics, and it makes me feel accepted. It's uh, it's a wonderful way to include the comic books and try new stories and new characters out. And I, I enjoy it, and I, I'm very appreciative that they did with Tim Drake, and they did with Superman, and I, I want to see more of that. Because uh, Aqualad, for instance, is the third one I can think of. Um, there's not a lot of LGBT inclusion in DC Comics, unless it's like a Harley Quinn. Uh, and even then, it's kind of like a villain's kind of thing. It's not really uh, meant to be celebrated or paraded. And uh, so the, the thing that has hurt me the most in this entire season is as I've been recording Titans, and yes, Titans, it sucks. It's like a really okay show, but sometimes it's just terrible. I will go through every episode of Titans again and again if it means we finally stop giving these shitty hot takes about uh, gay people in comic books. I'm getting fucking sick and tired of all of these like reactionary conservatives uh, who clearly don't read comic books these days get whiny and pissy about people kissing in comic books. Like, holy shit, it's, you get your Dean Cain's going, well, that's not Superman, it's not fucking Clark Kent, it's the son, you're just, do you even understand what the fucking character of Clark Kent is all about? He would be not only excited, he'd be happy and be like, really hugging the kid, and just being like, hey, if it makes him happy, that's all that matters, right, Lois? That's absolutely right, Clark, like, that's all that would fucking matter, what the fuck has gone on in comic books to trigger such uh, annoying, uh, I would say vomit-inducing, shit conservative ideologies and the ability to keep having them try and tinker in it? and, And to make things worse, to make things worse, and this is why I wanted to have this segment at the end, Whenever there is any ounce, any ounce in comic books of some sort of inclusion, like the like uh, super like there's Superman in China, there's a Chinese Superman. There is uh, whenever they do a, a wedding in the X Men, a same sex wedding happened in the X Men. Then whenever there's a win, whenever there's one little bit of here is the first blank, or we have this new character that's this, and 
people finally feel happy and accepted and included because this is comic books. This is like a children's medium of graphic novels or whatever the fuck you want to call it. And whenever there's that little bit, that little ounce of joy, there's always some dick dipshit just smacking it out of people's hands and says, well, actually, no, that kind of sucks. Your Tucker Carlson's, your Sean Hannity's. Your reactionary conservative uh, flash assholes going, oh shit, the woke agenda. Fuck those people. Fuck those assholes. They have no right to basically dismiss comic books. They, they're all just telling their opinion. They're just telling it like it is. No, fuck that. They're not even being comedians. When Dave Chappelle says, I'm on Team Turf, yes, he's being an annoying piece of shit, but Netflix is paying him shitloads of money to do it. So what is worse, Netflix paying people shitloads of money or you giving that same amount of attention to some asshole? At least with Dave Chappelle, he's a celebrity. Don't give the celebrity mic to the reactionary conservative asshole. Or actually, don't give it to either of them. I mean, they're both kind of sucky. Um, so eventually, there's going to be a trans inclusion in comic books. And this is still going to continue. And I'm still going to end up like celebrating every little ounce of celebration that there's a new character or some new way to look at an existing character or maybe a reinterpretation or what if this or what if that and it it, it's supposed to be an optimistic view because like america like the world itself there's complexities there's diversity in everybody and while we celebrate all of these accomplishments it just takes one or two assholes, and they're mostly boomers. Let's not kid ourselves. They're all in their 60s. If, if they're, you, you, the only best thing to happen is you hope that they're anti-vax and they get COVID and they die. And yes, I know that's very offensive and, and, and horrifying to think, but we are living in a weird world where like nobody is 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 ever really happy about the things that are happening and the way we try to express joy the way we try to impress others the way we try to uh, hype certain things uh, leads to a negative spiral of darkness and and horror uh, in a way that I I find very unpleasant and it's like rather it's the internet or in real life I, I don't understand and this wasn't you know, like even during the pandemic. This has been going on for years, maybe decades, where it's that one thing you're happy about, but you're circling yourself against the what ifs. What if this is terrible? Well, you know, this actually happened. And all of this negative void that exists in things. And when I do it on fun time calls, I hope people know it's supposed to be as a joke. I tried to make a joke about like, well, do you like Marvel comics? Cause you know, so-and-so said this one, like that's supposed to be the parody of what has been happening. Uh, what is with that weird spiral of Tumblr teenagers? Cause obviously they mean well, but they really want you to not like things. And it's really bad with Dave Chappelle's comedy. If you like Dave Chappelle, whatever, he's a comedian. But his actions have consequences, and that was just a, a, a fuck-up by Netflix. All he they had to do is basically say, like, 
Yep, that's Dave Chappelle. We're not pulling it because he paid shitloads of money. Well, he's just tell he's just giving his freedom of speech. But we also want to be helpful and include all of our trans allies and be sure to check out all of our show. Like they didn't even fucking do that. Netflix didn't have their Netflix dropped the ball so hard they had a chance to have their cake and eat it too, and they couldn't. And that's the funniest part about all of this with that Dave Chappelle thing. Dave Chappelle, yes, he said a fuck up thing, but. Worst, but the worst part is people are just going to say, well, it's just a joke. And that's it. But what happens is with comic books, where it's not a joke. It's just, this is a story. This is a character. We're trying to find relationships. Because most of the time, comic books are about relationships. And newsflash, not everybody is heterosexual. There are gays. There are bisexuals. There are pans. There's asexuals who don't find love. And we can interpret these characters into amazing stories. Maybe there are people who had love and they don't want to find love. Maybe there are people who are in the middle of a love triangle in comic books. And that's always been a fun part about comic books. And that's why a lot of these shows wind up on CW. Because it's mostly a drama about relationships and romance in addition to beating up the villain of the week. That's kind of what's been going on in Titans, especially with the relationship with Superboy and Blackfire, or Batgirl and Nightwing, or or Hawk and Dove. There's all these relationships going on, and it really pisses me off when there is a good relationship, especially in the comic book right now, in Superman with Superman and Jones. I forgot the, the first name of the Jones character, the the other journalist. And um, I apologize about that. We're, we're just going to knock that down. Well, fuck that. That's not going to happen. Why do we do it? Why should we applaud that? Why should we accept this? No. That's how you end up in that black spiral. That's how we end up in the disaster zone. Yes, Netflix fucks up. But are we, is this the part where we're supposed to cancel Netflix subscriptions and then not get hyped about anything Netflix currently? Because last time I checked, everyone's still talking the fuck about Squid Game. So what the fuck is it? Are we supposed to get happy about Squid Game or Netflix fucks up fuck you on subscribing? Because I know for a fact, I know for a fact that doesn't fucking work. You can, you, you're in that negative dark spiral. It's the, well, do you celebrate Netflix for Squid Game? Or do you shun Netflix because of what they did with Dave Chappelle? It, it's a weird double-edged sword. And it, it becomes this ongoing fight that we have online. And I hate to like do this in the middle of Jordan Talks Titans and have this weird venting rain thing. Because this is supposed to be a comedy show. And this is supposed to be just me getting angry at the, at the weird comic book show. But why are we fighting in this? Why is all this arguing? What's with all the fighting and, and this yelling and shit about, like, Netflix? Ultimately, Netflix just does not give a fuck. They're there to make money. It's a business. This is a business of subscriptions. They're going to make money off subscriptions. You keep going. You keep getting subscribing. It's good. If you do your protest of I'm not subscribing... Netflix's job is to hope that you forget about things later on down the line because maybe they're Stranger Things or maybe they're season two of Squid Game or a spinoff of BoJack or whatever the fuck. They don't care. All of these companies don't care. It's to make money. DC Comics, as much as I love them, 
the ability for them to have these these characters come out like Tim Drake, like John Kent, it's not to really feel accepted and, and do the pride. DC Pride was like months ago. They could have had it happen then, but no, it's now. And it's very viable because it's comic books. It worst the worst part about all of this is people aren't aware of the comic book industry. The comic book industry is kind of this weird publishing thing where almost everything's going online but also still printed and there's still comic book industry and comic book stores and please support your local mom and pop comic shops. And they try to tell stories and they're monthly magazines and they still try and do it. And yes, like pro wrestling, everything has been done from characters dying, characters not dying, apocalyptic settings, Elseworld stories, what of this, what of that. So for something coming out, it's just another version of that. And it always sucks because usually for me, it always means it's one red con away from eh, psych. Like, Tim Drake may be bisexual in this, but not in that. And maybe John Kent, well, he is Superman, but he's not really Superman. It's only going to be Clark Kent forever. And this is an Elseworld story. We're really going to talk about Connor Kent instead. Like, it becomes that sort of frustration in comics. And not a lot of people understand that. It's, it's, a, it's such a weird industry. It's a fun industry. It's a great industry. It's a perfect place to unwind. There's no, there's nothing better uh, than getting your tablet out. Or I, I mean, I do tablets. I mean, some people still do physical. Uh, I do, I do tradebacks. I like to buy physical tradebacks, but also have it digital. Uh, and just read comics, like lying down on, on like near a pool, or or as you're trying to relax on a break. It's fun because you can. It's like 15, 20 minutes to read a single issue, and you're good. Um, so what's so frustrating? What's so upsetting to me about all this is, even if there's a kind gesture, is it really? If there is something that's a bad gesture, is it real? It becomes this annoying thing to me, and for me. I'm trying to get into this as someone who likes the products, who loves these writers, who love these artists, who loves the stories of these characters. And things like DC Fandom coming up, which was the big plug at the start of like this well, the second part of this episode. It's not really HBO Max. It's a special thing. But there's still things like there's NFTs though, so should we just dismiss DC Fandom because they're doing NFTs? But there's the there's the Batman trailer. Should we just stop this because something Robert Pattinson said, or the Flash because uh, they didn't change the Flash news Flash, ha 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 pun because Flash, um yes. So the Flash uh movie is coming up, and I mean that's still going to have Ezra Miller as the Flash, so that's kind of uh, interesting, um. There's still Ben Affleck as Batman. What about that? There's still Suicide Squad and Peacemaker and all this. Uh, it, to me, that's what makes this so frustrating. Is should we ever like things? Should we never like things? Should we just like just say fucking nothing matters anymore and just be nihilistic? 
what good is enjoying things? Do we ever enjoy things anymore? Do we end up in that negative spiral? Has the angry reviewer won? Has the nitpicker online ultimately won the day? Why should anyone be joying to express themselves at this point, too? Because that's the ultimate end goal in this is, well, if you can't appreciate any of these movies, any of these TV shows, any of these streaming services, any video game, well, who? what do you like? What do you like? Is it a parasocial relationship with someone on the internet? Is it yourself? Do you like yourself? And... I don't know. I like myself. I, I I think I have lots of traits. Obviously, there's some flaws. We all are human. But I think ultimately people hate themselves so much that they project their negativity onto other things. And wow, I will remind you, <laughs> I don't like this show Titans. I still watch it. Not because I'm miserable. And I don't like myself. I love these characters so much. And I want them to get better. And a lot of this arcs don't work. And a lot of this just feels juvenile. It feels like an attempt to do mature titans. And they never quite make the mark. When things like Doom Patrol, which are also mature, nails it. And is this home run series that I love. When Harley Quinn, this animated goofy show can interpret Gotham as this like weird suburban uh, and urban hybrid series. That That is what makes a fun show. Titans, it's a misery factory. And I, like it, it, to me, Titans is the best encapsulation of the internet. It's why like any of these characters. Why should you like Nightwing? He hurts Superboy. Why should you like Superboy? He blew up a ship today. Why should you care about Donna? She betrayed everybody just to <laughs> go back to Paradise Island. Why should you care about like it just becomes this and this. Titans has become the internet. Titans has become the, the the burn the goodwill that you would have on anything. And while I was excited for season three, and it's just slowly burning like hell, at least, at least, even though this is a miserable show to watch, and even though I'm watching and just going, please let this end, I would sit through Titans again and again if it means not seeing any more shitty recommendations for reactionary knee-jerk conservatives over a same-sex character in a comic book or seeing one more tweet about like why we shouldn't get excited about halo because something is not right and it's not exactly 100 like this the nitpicking in the game show fandom holy shit that's another thing it just keeps growing and building it's just what the fuck is wrong with people what the fuck is wrong with people like please folks there are good things out there please watch blade runner what you know fucking read watchmen comics uh they're bringing back saga the the indie comic saga is returning saga is great read saga uh go, go fucking watch uh aew pro wrestling go watch independent wrestling it's pretty good actually Hey, you know what? Smoke some weed. Why don't you just smoke some weed? 
hey, folks, there's nothing wrong with enjoying a good episode of Chopped every now and then on the Food Network. Just please enjoy stuff. Enjoy stuff. And this is not trying to be that shh, let people enjoy things kind of bullshit because there's a difference. It, it It's not yucking the yums or whatever the hell they call it. It's it simply put, you, the person, should just enjoy what you like and just and just that weird cloud of just ignore everything else. Because even if the Marvel Cinematic Universe really does suck, or it is a children's movie series that people put way too much attention to, as long as you enjoy it, who gives a fuck, right? That's it. If as long as you like Black Widow, as long as you like uh, the the Doctor Strange, as long as you like Captain Marvel, who gives a shit? Because there's always going to be some weird asshole going, well, Captain Marvel sucks because Brie Larson did this. Uh, there's always going to be like those knee-jerk uh, critics that go, well, this isn't really cinema. There's going to be people like me going, well, this really wasn't the best. So does you like it, who gives a shit? All right? I mean, I didn't like Titans, but I'm sure somebody out here liked this episode of Titans. Almost sure of it, because maybe they really loved a payoff of Rachel and Beast Boy. Uh, I mean, that was a highlight. Beast Boy turned to a bat, for instance. So he finally got to see beast boy turned to a bat we got to see some depth with starfire blackfire is the best character of the season currently to me because she has this character growth that was really undevoured and some episodes are way better than others uh so there's a bit of a weird character growth in this and i love that um but it is it's not really the best show it really is not and yes, fuck the Titans is said like eight times, and it's kind of used in spite, and it's used in fun, and it's used as jokes, and it's used in jest. Fuck the Titans. It's kind of this show. But it's also, again, this like weird microcosm of this the internet and why I appreciate anything in this weird black hole of, of things. Uh, I'm not going to try and be like Jordan Peterson and then like be islamophobic and eat like meat and then just eat raw beef and then get like e coli or whatever uh i'm just trying to tell you folks just like watch stuff you enjoy play video games you enjoy y- yakuza series is fun go play yakuza hey go go play a yakuza game motherfuckers i mean come on like that that's it why are we in this drama field youtube stark fest why do we have to think every game fucking sucks there are yes there are flaws in everything we are all flawed in some way why not instead of focus on the flaws we take away some of the positives of things just an easy kind of not saying look at everything in rose-colored lenses just look at some positive takeaways every once in a while like, for instance, uh, if you unsubscribe to Netflix because of the Dave Chappelle special, you save yourself 15 bucks a month, which means that 15 bucks could go to HBO Max, which means you could watch Titans so I don't have to. Or you could watch Titans and then let me know what you think of it. There, everybody wins. See, we're good. We're done. We're good. We're fine. Everything's fine. What was that? We're done? All right, we're done. Uh, okay, so that's going to do it for us tonight here on Jordan Talks Titans. Thank you so much for tuning in to Titans. Uh, if Jack asked if I reviewed anything, uh, 
fuck. Uh, you know, uh, there is a few things on HBO Max you should really check out. Uh, maybe, maybe go check out um, Entourage. And go check out uh, uh, Succession Season 3. Succession Season 3, really good. This is good Season 1 and 2. This is, that's it. All right, so as we always say, uh, fuck the Titans. She really going out with him? Good.